Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Doc Holiday. Once again, you've got Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holiday, and we're glad to have each and every one of you. This is uh this is shaping up. I said uh, months ago we're gonna have a crazy, unlike any other presidential election in twenty twenty four. But it's not just that. Now we got not only a war of Ukraine and Russia going on, we have war between uh, God, the uh, Hamas and, and Gaza, the Gaza Strip, and the Hezbollah is uh, firing rockets into northern Israel uh, from Lebanon. And where do we come down on this? Uh, what happens? And where is American leadership? And we're going to address that and address what's going on between Israel and the Palestinian group called Hamas, the terrorist group Hamas that leads and is the political entity that runs Gaza, the Gaza Strip, and what's going on right there, even as we are recording this, I know things will change. There's tanks all outside ready to go into the city, Israeli tanks, in the, the Gaza Strip, and, and have uh, house-to-house, street-to-street fighting, it looks like. It appears to be. Does that happen? As it started by the time you hear this, I don't know. But before we get there, before we discuss that, and I'll tell you, I got a clip from my Jonathan Kahn. He's a pastor, a Messianic Jew that uh, is the pastor of a church in New Jersey, not far from uh, across from New York City. But he has uh, put together, speaking about what's going on and what happened to Israel. So I'm going to, it's a two or three minute clip. I'll play that in just a couple minutes or so. But first, let me address this lack of leadership in America. The lack of leadership amongst those who claim to love freedom, and I'm talking about the Republican Party. Now, you heard my uh, message last week, if you want to say a message to the Republicans, to the so-called people who love freedom, who vote for conservative ideas to preserve the Constitution, and look at conservative principles and we cannot get a speaker of the house elected i hope by the time you hear this that we will have a speaker of the house the people's house needs a leader but it's not just the people's house the country needs a leader and the world needs to see american leadership at a time when joe biden is failing as president and leading uh the the coalition of free-loving countries, when we look at the failures of the Ukraine, we look at the failures of uh, knowing that uh, the, uh, the, uh, Hamas was the, about to mount this 
incredible attack against Israel and and we didn't pick it up Israeli intelligence didn't pick it up and I mentioned that some last week I still don't believe America was completely clueless of what was about to go on but why didn't the message get out but let me just talk about this lack of Republican Republican leadership the only entity between you got the Senate and the White House and you got the House of Representatives and the Republicans are in control of only one out of those three things and that's the House of Representatives. They ousted the leader, McCarthy, and now they can't pick a leader. Two weeks. Two weeks. And the world is crying out for leadership, and Joe Biden's failing miserably, and we don't have a Republican to stand up with a backbone and say, this is what freedom looks like. Do you not? Republicans in the House, the Senate can't do it. The press can't do it. The people who put you in office can't do it. We put you in office to lead. And somebody and someone doesn't, doesn't matter who it is. Someone has to lead. Now, I think Jim Jordan was the best guy for the job. And they voted him down three times. A group of a, of a handful so who's going to lead? I hope, like I said, by the time you hear this, that there is a Speaker of the House. But I am so disappointed in Republicans. Look, what would happen if Joe Biden, something happened to him, something happened to uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris as Vice President? Well, the second in line is the House of the Representative Speaker, Speaker of the House. Where there's not even one... There's no one there. What would happen if something happened to the president, the vice president? Well, the Republicans don't have anybody together, so it, it would go to the Senate pro tem, who's a Democrat, just because the Republicans can't get their act together. Now, that's being irresponsible to the American people. It's being irresponsible to the people and the citizens who elected you. It's being irresponsible for America. Come on, Republicans. you got to show you can govern or who's going to ever vote for you. I mean, that's what you have private meetings for. That's why you have a caucus. That's when you get together. I can't tell you how to do it. I would love to. And I know a lot of people are frustrated. It's complicated. But somebody, someone, some person got to get together with another person. And, and you got to get this act together. I mean, you're failing America. You're failing the people who put you in office. You don't have a very big majority. And there's a very important election coming up in 2024. And we have got to have everybody working hard for the Republican cause. And right now, it's very disgusting. It's frustrating. And the people who hate freedom, the people who want communism and left-wing ideology and a woke uh, the woke mythology they want to push all this agenda and we don't have a republican party that's in charge of the house can't even find a leader a speaker a constitutional position they cannot they cannot find it and i am frustrated and i hope by golly that when you hear this there is a speaker of the house if not, shame on the Republican Party. Shame on the Republicans in the House of Representatives. 
just get your act together. Don't go home. Don't go to a restaurant. Don't get out of that House of Representatives. Don't even go sleep till you get you a speaker of the House. And if you can't do that, maybe you ought to go home and let somebody else run for uh, the Republican ticket. Wow. Okay. I just hope they'll get their act together. But we have got a lot to talk about. we got a lot to talk about. And no better way to start it than to think back on what happened. Some of you don't really recognize. Some of you can't put together the horror that happened and think about how it was such a horrific attack on Israel by Hamas. So uh, I heard this. It's, an, it's a great uh, a clip. It's a, a sermon that uh, Jonathan Kahn uh, delivered to his church. And, but he just, I, I took a three-minute clip because he so much well-rounded gave the horror of what happened in a nutshell. So let me play this clip by Jonathan Kahn. You know, Jonathan Kahn has been on our show before. It's been uh, several years ago uh, when he wrote his first book or second book. And he came on and, uh, and, and spoke with us for about 30 minutes. We had a good conversation that was uh, several years ago, and we uh, haven't been able to get him back on the show since then. He's, he's got, uh, I guess, a bigger name. He doesn't go on, go on as many shows as he did uh, in his early years as being an author. So, uh, But let me play this clip for you uh, from uh, just the last week from Jonathan Kahn. People have been asking me to speak on what happened. I've been traveling, so I couldn't do it, but you asked for it, so you'll get it. We are not to be against any people. The ministry here, Hope of the World, has compassion projects for the people of Israel and also for the needy of the Arab peoples. But we also have to stand against what is evil. On the morning of the first Sabbath of October, while Israelis ready to celebrate the finale of their autumn holy days, Simchat Torah, which means the joy of God's law, it was set to be one of the most joyous celebrations of the Hebrew year. Terror struck the land and the people of Israel, a terror unlike any other that had struck Israel in half a century, and by another reckoning, unlike any that had ever happened to the nation. What would be the worst massacre of Jewish people since Adolf Hitler and the Holocaust? The enemy entered the land by sea, by air, from the Gaza Strip. Thousands of rockets fired into the dwellings of the Israelis, bringing destruction as Islamic gunmen broke through into Israeli territory, coming in by vans, foot, motorcycle, by boat, by paragliders, and carrying machine guns. They entered into Israeli towns, streets, farms, kibbutzes, villages. They found young families in their beds and murdered them. Fathers and mothers, children, old men and women, the most young and innocent. Those they didn't murder, they took away with them, bound as hostages. They terrorized them, brutalized them, raped them. Among them were those who had survived the Holocaust. Young men and women at a party held in the name of peace were abducted, brutalized, murdered. Peace activists were murdered. The lifeless body of a mother of an infant was spat upon and paraded around the city to cheers and joy. Young Israeli families expecting to wake up to a Saturday of rest, celebration, and joy woke up instead to terror that they had never fathomed, entering into their lives and their bedrooms. In one village, they murdered 40 babies. Not content with murdering them, they chopped off their heads. They killed children in front of their parents. They burned alive innocent people. 
Hearing the news of what happened, Islamic crowds in the Gaza Strip erupted in celebration and joy, singing for joy, dancing for joy. So Islamic crowds celebrated and shouted for joy in the West Bank, in Europe, in New York. They celebrated in Harvard University and colleges throughout the West. On the day of Simchat Torah, the joy of God's law, when Israel was to rejoice, Israel's enemies were the ones rejoicing and rejoicing in bloodshed, terrorism, savagery, and murder. Let's go behind it. Those rejoicing in the bloodshed did so in the name of Palestine. They say the land of Israel is Palestine. The Jews occupy it and need to be driven out of the land or murdered out of the land. What is the name Palestine? It comes from the Romans, Palestina. The Romans destroyed the ancient nation of Israel or Judea, slaughtered countless numbers of Jewish people, took others captive into exile. And in order to erase the name and memory of Israel, they renamed the land and they renamed it after Israel's ancient enemies who were called the Pilashtim or the Philistines. The Philistines were an ancient brutal people. Goliath was one of them. The word Palestinian, what does it mean? It actually means Philistine. The word Palestine actually means the land of the Philistines. And that was a clip from uh, Jonathan Kahn. And wow, the horror and the history and the history of horrors to the Jewish people. And this, uh, this attack that would murder 40 babies and then just murdering the babies. They couldn't stop. They had to chop their heads off, had to behead the babies. And the rapes and the death, the murders of families, children being murdered in front of their parents, parents being murdered in front of their children. A horror, a horror, worst uh, Jewish atrocities would happen against the Jewish, Jewish people since the Holocaust, since Adolf Hitler and his ovens and uh, the digging the pits and and shooting families in the head and, and the, you know making them force them into the pit and and just killing mothers, daddies, children, babies by the Nazis. And this is the worst day for the Jewish Jewish people since Adolf Hitler's horrific crimes. So uh, why why do we have people? on campuses that are back in Hamas, on, on United States campuses back in Hamas. How can they say Israel had it coming? How can they say that they back the people who rape, murder, who kill the uh, homosexuals, people in the gay community? How long would they survive in Gaza City? And how many rainbow flags do you see in Gaza City? And, and these leftists are backing, I mean, this, this uh, uh, zero culture, this council culture are backing Hamas, who, who wouldn't even dare let a rainbow uh, flag go up for the LBGTQ community. Where, where, how's this fit into the picture? Uh, you may want to go back and listen to the entire Jonathan Kahn clip. He 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 gave uh, reasons from from the scripture of why some of these things are happening, and it's not pretty. But let me just say that this is a wake up call for all the woke people, BLM, uh, 
stand up for Palestinian uh, Hamas. Now, to, to let you know, there is a difference. You know, that the Palestinian, the PLO, who uh, once had control of Gaza City, and we go back in the history, what happened uh, uh, when President Bush, the young W. Bush, when he, uh, he, he allowed for elections in Gaza and pushed the U.N. and everybody say, let's have elections in Gaza. And who'd they vote for? Well, Hamas, did they trick people? Did they steal the election? I don't know. But Hamas took the power away from the PLO. And Hamas is, is just uh, uh, atrocious in saying that Israel does not have a right to exist. You heard that little clip from Jonathan Cahn where even, you know, to to push Israel, not only to push Israel out, Jews out of this, uh, the, the nation of Israel, and we said push them into the sea, you know, so they murder them into the sea. I mean, that's Hamas. It's okay to murder a Jew. They use some clips that are misused, maybe out of sentences in the Quran, but will speak to uh, killing a Jew wherever you find them. And... I've, we won't go deep into that. I'm just saying Hamas pushes this this whole culture to kill Jewish people. And they're taught that from the time they're babies up. And you wonder why there's such festering and such violence waiting to burst out to Israel. There's reports that some of, them, uh, some of the terrorists even took heavy drugs so they could do the worst atrocities without having a having to have human emotions for the atrocities they were doing um, there's a lot of stories that can't even be told but the worst thing about this entire entire horrible conflict is how do you resolve it if you allow the Hamas leadership and Hamas everybody in Hamas if you allow them to keep teaching the infants to two to three years old all the way through school to kill Jews, to hate Jews, to never allow Israel to exist, how does, will the conflict ever be solved? And the thing is, you got to remember, not everybody in Gaza is a part of Hamas. Hamas is just the dictator-like leadership. They take in all the U.N. funds, everything the United States gives for medicine and food for the Gaza people. It goes to Hamas, and they sort through it, take what they want, and then and some of it trickles down to the people. They probably have to pay for it. It's a horrible system that Hamas controls, and it's like uh, all the money that's going for the people of Gaza who are not a part of Hamas. I say all of them, but a lot of people in Gaza, who are not a part of Hamas, they, 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 are, uh, they are abused. And just the fact, when I say abused, Hamas tells them, don't flee from your home. Stay in there. And a lot of people fled to the southern part of Gaza Strip. And what happened? Well, Hamas says, go back to your homes in the northern part of Gaza, where the tanks are ready to roll in. That's abusing power that's abusing and threatening people you got to go back to your homes of course they want human shields and they want to show that babies and, and innocents are killed there's no better example 
that all the rioting and the, that erupted, the violence erupted at embassies across the world in many places because they said Israel dropped a bomb on a hospital and it killed over 500 people. Well, a bomb fell, but it, it was a Palestinian bomb that they can go back and uh, uh, Israel security and other security cameras can prove it was not an Israeli strike to hit a hospital. And we don't know how many people died. It looks like there's a strike to hit the parking lot of the hospital. And I'm not an expert and haven't watched everything on this. I'm just saying what Hamas did to perpetu- to uh, put out a lie and push it. And shame on the news organizations that pushed it out like it really happened. They even have a United States congresswoman. You know which one I'm probably talking about. But she still refuses to uh, back Israel in any way and still blames Israel, even when it all the proof that the, uh, the Israeli did not, Israelis did not bomb that hospital. But the damage has been done in the people's minds. They want to believe what they want to believe, and they see images, and Hamas says this is what happened, and then, and then they say go and attack and go... go uh, defend uh, Hamas and Gaza and yet they're using a lie to try to push people into terrible horrific acts wow we could go on and on about how horrible war is but how do you deal with this situation Israel's got a game plan Netanyahu President Netanyahu is, is in charge got a small coalition just to uh, to get just enough votes to get him back into being uh, head of Israel, and and now he's uh, being a war president. So how does this play out? We're about to see. So be in prayer. I said last week, be in prayer for Israel and the people in Gaza. I feel so sorry for the people in Gaza with the corrupt, murderous leadership that is Hamas. It's a terrorist organization, and they lead the government and the people in power in Gaza. So pray for the people of Gaza. Pray for the people of Israel. Pray for the people of the Middle East. And some of you say, well, I'm not a praying person. Meditate on it. <laughs> Become a praying person. Uh, you go to people who sometimes say the Lord's Prayer. You go to the New Testament and find the Lord's Prayer. Look it up on Google. Pray it. If you don't know how to pray, pray pray the Lord's Prayer. And it does say in the book of Psalms, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So do that. I hope I have some good news next week. I, I hate to talk about how bad the Republicans have acted, and they have acted so poorly. They've had Democrats that have been shouting insults to Jim Jordan and others, and the Republicans don't even defend if somebody calls someone a Nazi, and I'm not saying anybody called Jim Jordan a Nazi, but there have been Democrats who have called Republicans in government Nazis. Nazis killed six million Jews. That's offensive to Jewish people. It's offensive to uh, people who love freedom. It's offensive to say any American is a Nazi who doesn't proclaim to be a Nazi when you're saying this person is like someone responsible for killing six million Jews. No, no. 
And, and the Republican Party better get a backbone and start asking for apologies like the Democrats do if somebody uh, gets out of line like that. They should ask for apologies. You know, they don't have the news media help them. The news media go after any Republican and ask for an apology if something said it shouldn't be said. It's got to be the same for Republicans. And if Republicans don't start demanding it and backing up each other, then maybe they're further gone than I thought. Get a backbone, Republicans. Get a Speaker of the House and act like the leaders you were voted in to be. All right. Well, God bless America. Pray for Israel. Pray for Gaza. Pray for the Middle East. Pray for the people in Ukraine and Russia. Why is this world falling apart? Does Joe Biden not, <laughs> does he just sleep all day? Maybe so. All right. I'll see you next week. This is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You've been listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And I didn't mention... <laughs> But uh, very soon and very soon, book number two will be coming out in the Hatchie book series. You can go to HatchieBooks.com. We've updated our website. You can check it out. Maybe a little different. You can get a free chapter if you want to just check out the book. Get the first chapter free now by uh, going to HatchieBooks.com. And you can order the book there. You can also go to Amazon. Still a special for the ebook. So you can look up Hatchie. Keeper of the Secret by Ed Doc Holliday. And book two is called, uh, the book two is called Hatchie and the Golden Chalice. It's coming out very soon. It's imminent. So hopefully uh, next show I can tell you how you can get it. All right. God bless you and uh, see you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.